Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information, head to calvarystgeorges.org. Well, happy birthday. Feliz cumpleaños. As of today, the triple uh, crown of the great feast days of the church year um, is complete. Christmas is over, uh, Easter is over, and today is Pentecost, which is the birthday of the church. On this day, 1,988 years ago, the church was born. The Holy Spirit entered the spirits of divided, weak, ineffectual, uh, self-centered, attention deficit disordered individuals and molded them into one strong, united body. So I'm wondering, I mean, why is it that you and I haven't been sending uh, cards to each other this past month that say Happy or Merry Pentecost? Or why is it that uh, this morning we aren't giving each other gifts of little chocolate tongues of fire? This is a wonderful day. And among other things, what a great day to baptize Silas Lee and to welcome him into the body of Christ. This is a wonderful day, but it's also a strange day. It's not easy to understand. For instance, I mean, what is uh, that rush of a violent wind? Um, come, where did it come from? And where did those tongues of fire come from? I mean, what are they? And how could they understand all those languages? I mean, I wish that I could learn Spanish as quickly as that. This is a wonderful day. But this is also an unexpected day because uh, when the Holy Spirit shows up, some unexpected and amazing things uh, take place. Uh, for example, I have been reading recently um, about a woman who had a sick daughter and she went to the store to get some medicine and when she came out she realized that she had locked her keys in the car. And so uh, she saw a coat hanger on the ground and she picked it up to try to uh, open the door, but it didn't work. So she looked up to heaven and she said, Dear Lord, please send me some help. And just at that moment, uh, a man drove up on a motorcycle. And he had a big beard, and he had a big belly, and he was covered with tattoos, and he uh, had a bandana around his head. And the woman said, my daughter is sick. I have to bring her this medicine can you use this coat hanger to unlock my car? And he said, sure. And within 30 seconds, he had unlocked the door. So the woman hugged the man and said, thank you so much. You are a very nice man. And the man said, lady, I am not a nice man. I got out of prison yesterday, and I was in prison for stealing cars. And the woman looked up to heaven, and she said, Oh, thank you, God, you sent me a professional. 
Well, that is the sort of thing that the Holy Spirit does. And that is the sort of thing that the Holy Spirit did on the day of Pentecost. This is, for the fourth time, let me say it, a wonderful day. But it's also a dangerous day. And it's dangerous because the central figure of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit, is not someone whom we can control. Um, the author Annie Dillard speaks of how the, the Pentecost is about losing control. She writes, it is madness to wear velvet hats to church. We should all be wearing crash helmets. Ushers should issue life preservers and signal flares, and they should lash us to the pews. And she's talking about the Holy Spirit. At the start of this sermon, I prayed, come Holy Spirit and fill us with fire. And that is a dangerous prayer. It's dangerous because it's talking about power. Pentecost has to do with power. And the proof is in the pudding. We see the power, that power in ways in which the followers of Jesus were absolutely changed. Peter the Sandpile became at last Peter the Rock. He preached a sermon and 3,000 people were converted, baptized, joined the church, and pledged. If we assume that St. George's Church can hold 500 people in a service, that means six services every Sunday morning. And then the power continues. The disciples heal uh, people who are sick. Peter even prays for a dead woman named Tabitha who comes back to life. Uh, they start living uh, in um, community. They uh, share all their possessions in common. Uh, they give to the poor with extravagance. Uh, they are persecuted for their faith. Some of them are even killed. And then they go out to convert the entire Roman Empire. This is all pudding. It is all documented historical fact. Those disciples did things that they never could have done by their own strength. So here's the question this morning. How can the power of the Holy Spirit enter our spirits this morning? Well, the Holy Spirit will not enter our spirits by our own strength. St. Paul says, I will boast of my weakness that the power of Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit, may rest upon me. And a man named John will help us to understand how that is so. John Patton, 150 years ago, was a missionary in the New Hebrides Islands in the Pacific Ocean. And one day, um, he was translating the Bible into the native tongue, and he could not translate the phrase to believe in. He didn't know the native words for that phrase. And just then, one of the natives walked into the room, and Patton asked him, what am I doing? And the native responded that he was sitting at his desk. And then Patton lifted his feet and leaned back in the chair, and Patton said, now, what am I doing? 
And the man used a phrase that means to lean your weight upon. And Patton had his word. He translated the phrase to believe in with the native words that meant to lean your whole weight upon. So I end this Pentecost sermon with a question. Where in your life right now are you being invited to lean your whole weight, to lean back and let go and trust that the sweet, strong arms of Jesus will hold you up? Where in your life right now can you hear the risen Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit saying to you, lean back, trust me, I will be there. Amen. And now, let's get Silas Lee into the body of Christ. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, produced and recorded at the parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of the parish, you can make an online donation at calvarystgeorges.org slash giving. Thank you.